The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, UWXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning for Health and Wellness Show uh, here with uh, Kate Shimrani. And um, if you want to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, just head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, scroll down right there on the right. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio right there. And you can also catch that live video feed on my Twitter account at FPPTim, our uh, Periscope account. Boy, I'm getting bad about (laughs) forgetting things. Our Periscope account at Setting Brush Fires. Facebook is Bradley Dean SOL. YouTube is B. Dean Sons of Liberty. We're on BeforeIt'sNews.com, right there on the front page. DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. And then if you're branching out onto Spreely, Gab, MeWe, Minds, or USA.Life social networks, uh, you can catch us at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. Um, yes, I am on Parlor. Just look up Tim Brown, and I'm on Parlor there. You can follow me there. Um, we don't have the phone lines open today because there's something going on with the connections there. Scott is trying to get that worked out and... That's really out of our control. It's somebody else that, that does that, and uh, so <laughs> those lines are not open today. But we do have a um, a special show for you, and <clears throat> if you're a person that deals with depression or you're contemplating suicide or things like that, uh, I'm hopeful that the show will be helpful to you. And before I start, as always, we're not, I'm not a medical doctor, uh, Kate's a nurse, but uh if you need any kind of medical advice and stuff like that, just as a precaution, we're just here to give you information, even though we believe in the information that we're giving you. And so uh, with that said, let me welcome to the Sons of Liberty, Kate Shimarani. Good morning. Hey, good morning. I feel like we've only just spoken not long ago. I feel like I've not been to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first thing uh, if you're feeling depressed is, is sleep. Uh, before, I, before I begin, can I just read um, 2 Chronicles 7, 14 through 16. Can I read sure. that? of course. So, God will hear if Israel repents. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. 
Now mine eyes shall be open, mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house, that my name be there forever, and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. It's a great time to pray. Amen. It's a great time. It's a great time to uh, to read to read your Bible because everything is in it. We were discussing Exodus last night. Um, we were discussing uh, um, depression, and all I hear all the time, I, I I was hearing that one hospital in America in one month had seen as many suicide attempts as what they would see in a year, and. I, I hear many, many people um, telling me that people have committed suicide. Um, what, what's actually going on is a form of torture. It is a, it is a Red Army tactic of torture. It's listed in, in Amnesty International. People are, again today in the press, we saw that the government's calling for obese people to be uh, under house arrest, because it is house arrest. It's not lockdown, it's house arrest. Um, they're going to be told that they need to stay at home to avoid a second wave. Well, I most people who are very overweight, they don't want to be overweight. They often have a lot of a lot of issues. A lot of their eating isn't done because they're hungry. A lot of it's emotional eating. And actually, a lot of people that are depressed will also be overweight. So all I see when I see that, apart from the fact I did say, actually, if they make people that are obese be uh, sent home. That'll be half the NHS then, because a lot of them are overweight. Um, that'll be half the police force as well. Because well, I've seen yeah. this around. No, absolutely um, would. So, absolutely Yeah, would. but it's, you know, you're, you're more, it's more targeting people. It's more uh, people that do need to be among people um, because the two do go hand in hand. And so people are seeing how can we stop this? This is never ending, which it is a tactic, dependency, disability and dread. People are dreading what's coming next and they don't see any way out of it. And people that were already suffering um, from depression, I had one young lady contact me and her partner, he suffered greatly from depression. And the way he combated that was he began going to the gym all the time and doing weight training and and of course, exercise, it releases endorphins, those chemicals that keep you happy. And he's subsequently, because he couldn't get to the gym, he got more and more depressed and he's killed himself, hmm. which is just unbelievably tragic. Yeah. And then we, we discussed last night, Tim, the amount of, I, I was shocked, actually, I didn't know the statistic. You were telling me the amount of um, military in the US that commits suicide which, what was that figure? Oh, yeah, that, that's something I'm going to do. Let me uh, change something from what we had yesterday because people say they're getting a little bit of an echo. Um, hang on just a second for me, folks. Ah, nothing ever works right when you want it to work right. <laughs> Let me turn this off That's here. the gremlins in the work. That's Satan's little helpers. Uh, something. A few well, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was me. I, I completely forgot to uh, turn it off from yesterday. I have to do the radio show completely different for GCN with different software than I do for Red State. Um, yeah, that was one of the things I was going to bring up. In fact, uh, I'll bring it up. I'll do it after I give this. There was a study out last year. Uh, the report came out in October of 2019. 
and it's about veteran suicides here in the U.S. And many of you listening have heard about that. You've heard about our veterans taking their own lives. And they do it for a variety of reasons, but I, I shared with you, Kate, a couple of stories when I used to work the construction site of men who had been in from Vietnam to uh, Iraq, and then I've got a, a contributor who is a Vietnam vet. Uh, he's I'm thinking he's upwards probably of around in his 70s or 80s now, and uh, they, they've told me. They don't like talking about their experiences, but they have told me about them. And they've told me how they've affected them. And they really get concerned when our government is wanting to send our, our young men over, overseas in another war because they say this inevitably affects them mentally. Whether they say it or not, it affects them in a number of ways. And this report that came out, this is out by the Military Times last year, and <clears throat> they said the number has decreased. From four years ago. They got a report from four years ago. But here's what they said. Researchers this year changed a key metric in how they track veteran suicides in an effort to better explain the scope of the problem. But mental health advocates say it doesn't tell the full story. In the last four years, the official government estimate on the number of veterans who die by suicide has gone from 22 a day to 17 in a day. Most people would think that's a good thing. It's kind of like when they give you the unemployment numbers. They're not giving you the real unemployment. It doesn't matter if it's the Trump administration or the Obama administration. They're not giving you the real unemployment numbers. They don't take into account people who have stopped looking for a job, fell off the unemployment. You get it, folks. They've changed the metric here, and so they've gone from 22 a day to 17 a day in the latest Veteran Affairs report. But the rate of suicides among veterans didn't decrease over that span. Instead, the way the figures are sorted and presented did. Now, again... This is moving from the Obama administration to the Trump administration from 2016 up here to 2019. And what they were saying was, is instead, outside experts note that by many markers, the problem has grown even worse, worse than 22 a day. Okay. The total number of suicides among veterans. There'll be a lot of suicides that they don't list them as suicides. Absolutely. Uh, Now they're listing them as COVID. And I'm not trying to be funny. They're probably listing them as COVID. I mean, there's just... There's just no way to tell. So it, it comes up, uh, the, the report goes on to say the total number of suicides among veterans has increased four of the five, uh, four of the last five years on record. From 2007 to 2017, the rate of suicide among veterans jumped up almost 50%. So it says veterans are one and a half times more likely to die by suicide than Americans who never served in the military. For female veterans, the risk is 2.2 times more likely. And then we had a, we had a story out this morning uh, from Max Lavo, and um, fear is the primary driver of mental health problems. Um, that's out. A new study on the mental health problems facing Americans in the aftermath of the mainstream media's constant fear-mongering, propaganda-driven narrative on the coronavirus scamdemic states that fear is the primary driver. Because the ruling class and elites manufacture consent for enslavement using fear, don't expect this to change the way the mainstream media reports on anything. And I agree. And you can read these at uh, you can read this at Sons of Liberty Media. I'll have the one for the the veterans number suicide numbers on the website Sons of Liberty Media after the show when we archive the show. But yeah, this has been this has been a problem for as long as I can remember with veterans. Um, I. 
it's it's it, I was kind of blown away when I heard the numbers of twenty uh, veterans taking their lives every day. I mean that just that just blew me away. And then now we've got this scamdemic coming in, Kate. It's not only putting it's not only fear mongering, but it puts people in a place where they can't provide for themselves. They've lost their jobs. They've lost their businesses. They don't see any hope for the future because virtually everything's been taken away from them. Now we have I have a solution for that uh, in what they should do. And I think you have some things to do. You were talking about people going to the gym. That's keeping their mind busy rather than sitting and contemplating and being depressed and pushing themselves towards that unhappiness and you know the desire to get out of life as though that's going to solve the problem. It's really not. It, it, probably in those cases, it's going to make the problem much, much worse, not only for them, but for the for their families and, and those who love them. Yeah, I think... Um... You, you know, that one story I was just saying about the young young woman, and she's very young, uh, and her partner committed suicide. He couldn't get to the gym. I mean, that's a lot of people. They were shutting the gym. Um, it's, it's very, very sad, but you're also going to see come the uh, October 31st when houses start to get repossessed, people start to get evicted. And then January, people losing their jobs. They're going to feel helpless, and there's nowhere to go. And in the UK, there, the, it's mostly young males that commit suicide. There's a much higher rate of young males. And I believe in Northern Ireland, they have the highest rate of suicide among the, adolescent, among the adolescents. Um, there's many, many reasons for this. I know for a fact that the electromagnetic radiation, um, that actually affects the brain and can lead to, to putting thoughts in your head. You're seeing children as young as five having suicidal thoughts. There's also um, zinc is, is required by the brain. And lack of zinc will lead to depression. And I, I think I've covered that on the show. There's only about 21 years worth of zinc left in the soil. The glyphosate chelates, chelates it stops the plant taking it up. Um, so there's all those things. But if you're if you're constantly hooked into the lying liars of lies multimedia, like the BBC, and you're listening to this all the time, then that's going to have a profound effect. It's going to make you think that there is this boogeyman out to get you. Um, and if you're idle sitting there, I mean, it's not just the devil makes use of idle hands. The devil makes use of your brain as well, because you're just thinking about it. But again, as well, I, I, I personally will not watch um, violent movies. I just won't put it in my head. If you're watching always sad things, um, then you're going to feel sad. And that's why it's, it's good to read books. I, but, I, you know, I say that very loosely because it's very, it's, it's very vulgar of me to say to someone who's depressed, go and read a book because they can't focus enough to read it. So what can we do? Get outside get your shoes off and get in nature. And even if you, you live in the city, you can still walk the pavements and you'll still see nature above you and birds. And, and that's the time, turn your iPod off and, uh, and just walk, just walk. It's like a double whammy. You're going to be getting some air. You're going to be getting some exercise and, and you're going to be away from all of that, that drama of what you're seeing on the TV. I think it's, it's important to talk to people as women, women, we always gas when we've got a problem, you know, you get dumped by a boyfriend, you go and tell all your mates, you talk about it that much that your mates suicidal from listening to it. But, uh, you know, but that's what women do. 
we talk, we talk, we talk. Men don't talk as much. And also it's quite frowned upon. They're expected to be, you know, um, you know I, I don't need to talk about that. It's classed as weak. And actually, even the act of crying is a massive emotional release. And it's good for you. But we, we put this pressure on. Um, but there are some uh, there are some natural things. I'm just going to read about it. First of all, I would say that alcohol is a depressant. And when you drink alcohol, you actually don't have a proper sleep. It's not a normal sleep you have. You have an alcohol-induced comatose unconsciousness. Um, and when you wake up in the morning, you don't feel better. You feel depressed. Um when you go back to bed, if you wake up really early in the morning, which is what a lot of people who are clinically depressed do, they'll wake up very early. But even though you've like maybe woke up at two in the morning and haven't nodded back off till five, you should still set your alarm and haul yourself out of bed by six or seven. You can have a nap later in the day because if you don't actually do that and get up, going back to sleep and sleeping late will also make you more depressed. It will make you feel depressed. So drinking coffee, sorry, that's my one of my chihuahuas grounding in the background. Uh, drinking coffee, that's a stimulant. Smoking, a stimulant. All these things, when you come back down, um, they're, going to, they're going to make you more depressed. Um, and I know they're crutches to lean on. Um, actually, uh, if you're married, uh, there is, you know, in couples, one of the things that will go when you're suffering from, what, from uh, depression is your sexual desire will go. But if you can find it in yourself to keep doing it and getting your partner to help you, it's actually one of the things that will lift your mood to do it. And the more you do it, the more you'll want to do it. And that goes for women as well. Can't be bothered. You've had all the kids around your ankles. You're tired. The day just goes on and on and on and on and on. You have to make time for your marriage and in that little bit of relationship, even set a date night. And you'll be surprised at how much that actually lifts the mood of both of you. And it might seem like a real chore. And it does. I'm speaking. This is what, you know, couples do. This is what women talk about. It's a chore. Oh, I know he's going to come home on Friday night. But when you do make time for that for both of you, not only will it lift your husband, it will lift you. So there are some... Um, there are some things that you can take. Curcumin, you know, turmeric, that actually, one, it's an anti-inflammatory, but it's also good for lifting the mood. There is a natural thing called 5-HTP, and it does moderately increase the serotonin levels. If you are on any prescription antidepressants, always discuss this with your doctor because you often can't take the two together. And you should never take a higher dose than what's directed on the bottle because it can be harmful. That's that's 5-HTP. If you're in the UK, genesishealing.co.uk sell 5-HTP. Uh, Hesperidin, uh, acetyl-L-carnitine, apigenin and taurine, they, they all suppress anxiety. And people are suffering anxiety right now. And don't be any under any illusion, your governments want you anxious. And when you're anxious, your cortisol levels go up, works like a seesaw with your adrenals go up, your thyroid goes down. And with that, your immunity nosedives. So you're going to get sick just from being anxious. Uh, and remember times in your life when you're really stressed, you start to get really sick because they are opportunist infections. Kate, uh, that's Kate. That's one of the things that we talked about uh, last night, 
And, you know, Scripture speaks to that, too. Um, the Bible says in Philippians 4, 6, it says, uh, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So what happens is, is a lot of pe- in a lot of cases, Kate, a lot of people have lost sight of God. They've lost, you know, I, I spoke with a young man last night that we had, you know, we were on the air the other day, you guys remember, and I invited him to talk. We talked for a little while last night. And it's this pushing away of God. It's it's saying, well, either your person says God is there, but you don't really think he's there. Your, your life isn't lived as though he's there. And then there's there's the pushing away of him as though he's not a friend who's a help in time of need, as the scripture said. Um, the scriptures also tell us that when we're depressed, what we're to do. For, uh, Psalm 43, 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. When you were talking about the guy lifting weights, <clears throat> I've always found if I'm if my mind gets directed in something else, a song of praise to God or thanking God for just stopping and listing off the things that God has blessed me with that direction towards him, it gets it off of me because I think that's where a lot of the depression comes. It starts looking at, it starts looking too much on the self. And when we look towards God, when we, when we give thanks for those kinds of things, and here's David speaking to himself, he's reminding himself, why are you downcast? Why are you depressed here? Put your hope in God. I I think people lose sight of the fact that just a simple thing like that, um, Les was in saying, you're saying get control of our minds. He says it's it's hard, or she said, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, it's 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 too hard sometimes. Well, sometimes it's really not. Sometimes it's just a, a thing of putting your attention on your Creator and giving thanks to Him for what He's done. I think those are those are some very practical things too, uh, along with the, the stuff that you're sharing. Yeah, they are. And and when I go back to, you know, when I when I separated from my husband six and a half years ago and uh, suddenly, you know, he cancelled all all the finances, all of the things that I worried about never came to fruition. I'm still in the marital home. I've just sold it, actually, but I've always paid my mortgage. And um, it's interesting. Some of the things that we worry about, they never, ever come to fruition. And all we do is first of all, we, we, we ruin the day that we're in and we never get that day back. And we put ourselves through unimaginable torture. And, you know, nothing is promised, nothing. You could sit here and, and be frantic for today and, and step outside and get hit by a car. So it, it's, you have to put your faith in the Lord and ask, ask and, and your prayers are answered. Don't forget to ask. And I ask every day, uh, I always, always say, you know, please provide for me so that I may pay my bills. Please show me how I may serve. Um, when, when, when we love someone, we love to do everything for them. It's selfless. And uh, I, actually, I was just looking at this little, little bookmark. This is really nice. When I was sad, someone gave this to me and I keep it in my Thing And it said, I keep it in my Bible. God is love. He has loved us with an everlasting love. And he made, he gave us his likeness and made us in his image. He loved us before we loved him. And in due course, sent his only begotten son to be the savior of the world. Jesus gave himself for us in life and in death. He forgives us all. 
we have done wrong, that we might believe and have abundant life. Let us receive his love. He wants us to have an abundant life. Well, I, I listened to, um, uh, uh, I, I think he's a pastor, but he's Christian. And he says that we all have the same reality, but the outcome is whatever we focus on. So if we focus, a lot of the things, a lot of the old little sayings actually come from scripture, self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, uh, so so it's he said, so shall it be done. The word, what are they? Spellings of words, spells, they're spells. So if you speak ill, so shall it be. So we have to be really careful what we think and what we speak. So if we are seeing negative images all day long and watching bad things and violence, and then that's what we'll think, that is what we'll speak, and that is what will become of us. Uh, and that's so true. And you see that all the time when I, I see people now frantically worrying, oh, they're going to come in our houses and drag us out. They're going to drag us into the street. They're going to vaccinate us. Well, first of all, I don't believe it will come to that. Uh, there's enough people that are going to roll their sleeves up and be compliant. Uh, second, if that's not here today anyway, and that might not be for many, many months, and all you're doing is making yourself sick uh, by thinking that, and, and you're not having your faith, and this is a Christian radio, your faith is that God is overseeing this. He sees it all. He knows every hair on our head. He knew us before we were born. He knew where he would put us. He knew what our life purpose would be. For me, he knew that he would show me the way to not do chemo and be still alive today because he had other thoughts for me. He knew that I to articulate things that makes people listen. And, uh, and, and that's a great responsibility. And I do that on social media. So, so he knows us and he can step in any time. And we have to trust, we have to ask. And we can't hear what God's telling us unless we're quiet. So if we've got the radio blaring, the iPod in, uh, you know, the latest music on, and we're watching movies and it's noise, 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 we can't hear. And we're not going to hear that word from outside because God is within us. So, so going back to, to, to a clean mind, a clean mind, a clean heart, you know, we're all, we're all guilty of this. I, I catch myself saying stuff sometimes and, uh, and then I, I have to check myself and I say, why did I, why did I say that? What am I covering? Is that my ego that's bruised? So I'm covering uh, my own failings by naming someone else's. And I think it's really good. It's good for our mental health when we do that, when we check ourselves. You know, when we're offended, when someone says something and we're offended, it's because we know there's a true, there's truth in it. We believe it of ourselves. So it's good. A good thing, uh, you know, is, is, is that. But going back to for those that are really struggling, talk about it. You're not on your own. There are many people feeling the same. Tell people how you feel. Tell people that you're feeling lost, you're feeling hopeless, you're feeling vulnerable. We all love one another. Um, hug one another. Uh, human touch. This is why we're being deprived of it with this rubbish of social distancing. It's actually proven that when you don't touch people, then it doesn't release these chemicals. In the Second World War, they took a load of um, orphans uh, in an experiment and they placed half of them with the villagers 
and the other half in a convent. And when they went back to check on those children, the children that were in the village that were dirty and amongst the dirt living in families being loved were all thriving. The children in the convent that were clean, educated and and, uh, you know, they were they were should have been doing well. But because they had no human touch, a few of them had died. So it's a good time. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny is doing this. Hugs the mask. Hug your fellow man. Touch your fellow man. Even if you just put your hand on their hand and hug. It's amazing how that feels. That energy. And we are energy. We are energy. That's how you measure the brainwaves. That's how you measure the heart. That energy doesn't disappear when you die. It goes back to the creator. It's impossible. Quantum physics, it can't just disappear. So touch your fellow man. Hug them. Some people are so hurt, so hurt with what's gone on in families that it becomes very difficult. And I'm very guilty of that. When you stand up, you don't want anyone to touch you. You're like, don't touch me. And spot those people. They'll walk in a room and they'll take the chair, not the sofa. You know, it's like, get away from my personal space. And you have to breach that. I always breach it. I go in and I grip someone's arm and I go, how are you doing? Anyone gives me their fist to punch, I walk off. I go, I'm not, not buying into that rubbish, social distancing nonsense. I, hug or, I actually hugged a security guard in front of a cop outside the supermarket and then hugged the next one. So, um, and this is what you need to do. Now, there are uh, ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is amazing. It's cheap. You can get ashwagandha. Everyone can get it. It's an excellent anti-anxiety and, and antidepressant. It's, you know, God provided everything we needed, everything we needed. And what did the devil do? The devil, pharmacia, translates to sorcery and witchcraft. He took the natural things, isolated the active compound, slapped a patent on it and made it synthetic. And, yep. well, and they're horrific. Well, Kate, that's, <clears throat> that's something I want people to pay attention uh, attention to what was just said, because Americans have been brainwashed into thinking that the natural things that they call drugs, which are just plants, are there for a reason. God has given us given them to us for a reason, and then they've they've put real drugs, things that are synthetic, like what you're saying that. Oftentimes, this is why they have to read off all the side effects to you. Um, CBD oil comes from the cannabis plant. I mean, it's it's good for it's you. It's in People, the Bible. Yeah, it, it is. Bible. It's part of it's part of the uh, the the um, incense, I believe. I believe that's what it was. The incense or the, the anointing oil. I forget which one it was. I think it was the incense, but it might have been the anointing oil. It was an ingredient in that within the Bible, and so. They've taken the things that God has given. They've said, no, this is off limits for you. In fact, they've used it in a war on drugs. That's what they call it. While the criminal gangsters who are producing the vaccines and all the drugs that have all the side effects that just make you. And and, and psychiatric drugs increase, increase the suicide risk. Absolutely, they do. Absolutely. In fact, one of the things that that we do know is that um, when you get these guys who are mass shooters or whatever the guys they inevitably are linked back to some kind of psychotropic drug that they're taking in the first place and so everybody is just fine with that they don't they don't say oh we need a war on the big pharma companies to quit putting out this mess because they treat a symptom 
but then they create other symptoms in them. Is like what you said before; they become the drug pusher. So I think this is a big this is a big deal of why we see more and more Americans or Europeans or wherever you're at. If if you're in that line of taking these kinds of things, this is why we see these depressions grow. This is why we see people act out in anger and lash out and things of that nature. Uh, I was going to touch on one thing that you said too. People were. I just wanted to say, <clears throat> just just in case anyone's. Uh, if you are taking a drug, you mustn't just stop taking it. These drugs open up the little gates, if you like, for your happy hormones. You can't just stop taking it. A lot of these drugs, you've got to wean backwards off them. And that would be a good time to work in partnership with your uh, medical practitioner, your psychiatrist. Well, um, Kate, and, I, I got uh, You see me smiling. I've got to tell you this one. Okay. Now, I'm just going to let you know, folks, Kate's got a boyfriend now. All right. And oh, but- no, no, he got me. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Actually, uh, no, you know what? Lovely guy. But sometimes, sometimes people, uh, they choose the devil's uh, aid to drown their problems. Um, and that, um, I and, and you can't, you know, people say, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I and, do. Well, uh, here's, here's what I want. I'm going to be transparent here. Lovely guy. But you know what? Um, Sometimes when people have that, they have to go and sort out their own things first because sure. you, you can't save them. They have to want to save themselves. Yeah. Well, and, what, well uh, the thing that I was going to... I'm a Felicia Beacon to people that want to be rescued. Yeah. The, yeah. Thing, the thing I was going to say to brighten your day is Man for All Seasons says, Kate is such an uplifting delight and walking natural cure encyclopedia to listen to. Marry me, Kate. <laughs> Uh, well, so, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to yeah, toss that in there. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> but, um, it, you know, it, it, with, with uh, these drugs, you have to remember that everything you put in your body and on your body is either going to feed it or it's going to poison it. If you are eating, uh, uh, you know, that uh, we all know what that is. Um, that's the devil's food. It's garbage. They made it cheap to get you all in there. It has chemicals in it that are going to depress your brain. This wasn't by design. This Remember, God gave us everything. And the little minion devil is sitting over there. And he's trying to drag us all over there to use his stuff. And you can't expect to feel good and feel bright and breezy and bushy-tailed in a morning if you've just eaten a load of gluten. And, and remember, if the grain isn't prepared properly, it's going to attack the brain-gut link. If your gut's damaged, so will be your brain. So if you've had loads of vaccine damage, you've got shrapnel in your gut, it's going to affect your brain. If you're smoking, if you're smoking weed, if you're doing uh, drugs that you shouldn't be doing, all of these are toxic um, all of the foods. And this is why I say, you know, you will wake up if you're eating these things you're, and doing these things, you're going to wake up like you've had a chemical kosh. You're going to feel, look, you know, we've all done it. We've done it in our younger days. Thankfully, God didn't give me the enzyme that breaks down alcohol. So my limit on an empty stomach is probably half a glass of wine. That's why I don't really drink. Um, but I, I, you know, would feel very groggy if I had a couple of glasses of wine and you can't expect to feel good and happy when you're doing this this beautiful vehicle that the creator put us in to experience this life and he does love her he does love us he wants us 
to have a wonderful life. That's what he wants. That's why he gave us everything. Everything you need, you shall find in the seats of the fruits of the trees. Yeah, and Jesus... He tells us how to prepare grains. Yeah, and Jesus said so, that... Uh, Jesus had said that um, he came to give us life and that more abundant. And everybody thinks, well, that's just heaven, pie in the sky. Well, that is that is part of that. There's no question about it. But he meant even in this life to give us joy, even in the midst of dire circumstances. Even when you see the apostles... Uh, you see Paul and um, and Barnabas thrown in prison, right? Wrongfully imprisoned, and yet what are they doing in the middle of the night? They're singing praises to God to the point that God even answers them in the midst of what is a terrible. Uh, what some people would be depressed about, they would be distraught and saying, "Lord, why did you put me in this situation? I came here because you wanted me to do this, and this is what's happened to me." And instead, they turned it into something good instead of becoming depressed. They were they they directed their attention toward the Creator, the one who, in His providence, had put them there for a reason, and that was to show forth His strength in pretty much opening up the prison um, and bringing the the Philippian jailer there to faith in Christ along with his family. So God has a purpose even in what we perceive as bad things. Let me add something to that because. Uh, you made mention a minute ago of people when they get depressed, worrying about what's coming, uh, whether it's COVID, whether it's you know a new job or losing your job or whatever the case may be. The Bible speaks to that too. We've got uh, Matthew chapter six, and <clears throat> Jesus said, "Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you." What things? Well, the things the Gentiles strive after, you know. Uh, whatever you, you've got going on, whether it's a food, a clothing, and a housing, God provides for that. And then he goes on and he says this, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Today has enough trouble of its own. And I think that's those are really wise words because we can't do anything about tomorrow. All we can do is what's what's right now. Now we can plan, but all that we can do is what we do in the now because tomorrow isn't even promised to us. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where I'm just I'm just actually sending you a song which you can put on your website. It's called uh, The Breath of Yah. And it's the most beautiful song. And if you're feeling a little bit sad when you wake up, if you put it on, you can't help but feel elated. And it's literally called The Breath of Yar. I've just sent it you on Messenger, Tim. You might want to put it up on uh, the website. Okay. But, um, you know, I, I, I think we've got to be very careful. Uh, we can't expect to feel good um, if we're poisoning our bodies. And that goes right to remember your Wi-Fi. If you're sleeping with your mobile phone next to your head on your bed table and your LED clock radio and you've got your Wi-Fi on um, and you're susceptible you're sensitive to electromagnetic radiation. It's been shown to cause depression and to be shown to cause mental illness. And these are all things that if you're suffering, please don't go and just take a chemical kosh pill thinking that is going to help you. God also, he gives us authority, but he He wants us to help ourselves. Um, he, he doesn't want us to just look to someone else. He wants us to look to him and he does put it within you um, to find the answers. So it's important that you must try and help yourself. And if you're with someone who's depressed, it's really difficult. Um, my ex-husband um, 
got very depressed and actually got sectioned after we'd split up. And it was I was so out of my depth when I was trying to look after him at one stage. And um, but if you do see someone starting to suffer this and it is a loved one, then do do help them, help them with good food, help them by getting getting up. Um, I think we we all have to take care of one another. Don't just whip them straight off to the psychiatrist and demand a pill. You see that a lot of the two thirds of the children in care in the American system are on Ritalin. Yeah, Ritalin I was, was never tested. For there's children. a comment. There's a comment about that in the. Uh, it, oh boy, I've got this off. Sorry about that. I've got the wrong wrong thing here. Uh, oh, Going on. Yeah, Ritalin let me hang, hang on. Yeah, the Ritalin, that, this is what I wanted to bring up. Uh, Eric made mention that overdiagnosis and prescribing for ADD and ADHD, which we know yeah. was a fake, it was a fake um, determination about things. It, even the, the guy who came up with it says it, it was all really about uh, controls, making money, selling the prescriptions and things of this nature. He said that's not helping youth who become depressed. You were talking about young children um, who are feeling suicidal and taking their lives. And man, we've just seen people doing it on Facebook live and stuff. It's just really strange. Absolutely. Is that, a, is that an want, issue as well? I just want to cut in here. The front, you know, your brain, the front part of your brain is responsible for what's called tension, tact, and tenacity of endeavor. And what that means is it allows you to focus on a task so that you can learn. It allows you to be socially aware so that you've got that, you've got that break on your mouth. You know, when you see something, you don't just go, oh, look, at you know, and just, and that's why when you drink alcohol, it switches down that frontal lobe, which is where you see people acting loud and leery and saying things that they wouldn't say when they're sober. And there are foods that do exactly that. So, for, in, for instance, you know, aspartame will affect that frontal lobe. You'll start to see Tourette's. You'll start to see, tick, you know, Tourette's isn't just you go, you know, swearing. It can be ticks. I, I have patients with that. And when you change their diet, it disappears. So we have to be acutely aware that there are things that will change that frontal lobe and their chemicals, aspartame, MSG. So, again, all of your rubbish foods. And so the children in care... Ritalin was never tested on children. It's a chemical kosh. And people are using it to, to make those children subdued and quiet. So it makes them easy. And also when you give your children and young adults iPhones, iPads, these gaming stations, they're addictive. It's been shown on scanners what it does to the brain. And so all these things, they are the tools of the devil. They're not of the creator. We very much live in the devil's world. And this is what it's creating all of it. I mean, we're using the tools of the devil to do this radio show. But the, the thing about that is we're using the devil's own tools against him because we're using them to educate the people. So we, when we talk about depression, these are very, these are very simple things that we, we can do first. And that's not saying, you know, don't, don't not go and see a doctor if you're in an acute uh, situation, then you do need to go and see a doctor. But I was reading a book about um, uh, this psychiatrist who'd taken his schizophrenics off gluten and all of, and then taken them off their drugs and all of their symptoms had subsided. And what was he ordered to do? Get them all back on their drugs and sacked. Um, and psychiatry, 
makes a huge amount of money for pharmaceuticals, uh, for pharmaceutical companies. So they don't want you well. They want you all sick and they want you all mental. And that's absolute fact. And they're going to uh, give out as many drugs as they can. Now, a word of caution, this has happened all over the world. The new COVID Act that was passed everywhere uh, it used to be that if you were going to be sectioned onto the Mental Health Act, you needed three psychiatrists to do it. Now you only need one doctor and they don't even need to be a psychiatrist. It used to be that you could appeal against the drug regime that you were put on. And last year in the UK alone, there were 16,000 appeals and a third of those appeals were heard and those programmes were changed. Now, after you've been detained for six weeks, you would be reassessed. That's all gone now. It's all gone. You don't get reassessed and they don't hear your appeal against your drugs anymore. So a really good piece of advice is you need to guard your mental state. We are in very dangerous times at the moment, unprecedented times where we've gone back to draconian measures and we don't have a lot of rights. So if you really want to protect yourself, you need to protect your mental health. And that would really start with you need to clean up your act. And that's not just for you. That's for your your children. And I I don't want to hear parents say anymore, oh, Johnny won't eat his fruit and veg. So I just buy him some McDonald's. You're drug pushing. Who owns the wallet in the household? (laughs) Who's in charge? Yes, You are. Who's the parent? Not the kids. That is literally the lunatics have taken over the asylum. Own your poop. Own your poop. And when people go, you know, this is the other thing which is really, really empowering. It's cathartic. When you start going, oh, you know, my wife left because I did this. Um, This happened. This happened. Oh, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. You're all depressed and you're in that hunched over position. Get your head up. Stand up tall. Own your doo-doo. Own your poop. Things get better when you own it. God tells us that. Take control. Own yep. it. Yep. You give us authority on this earth. Rest. You've lost your relationship. You've lost your house. You're in debt. You're looking down the bottle bottle of whiskey every night. You, the devil's got you. You yep. need to own all that and work backwards. When well, there- you start owning things get better let me let me ask you about this too because you've given some other things uh that we can that we can do whether it's it's foods that we eat or uh things that things that we do one of the things is you know it we've always heard that that laughter is good medicine right and this comes from scripture this is not um somebody didn't just make this up this comes out right out of scripture proverbs seventeen twenty two: a cheerful heart is good medicine but a broken spirit saps a person's Strength, Proverbs fifteen thirteen. A joyful heart makes a cheerful face, but a heartache come. Or, but with a heartache comes depression. Um, and we're told that um, for every season under heaven, there's a time. Right there, there's a time for everything. And one of the things that Ecclesiastes chapter three verses two to four says is not only is there a time to cry, but there's a time to laugh. There's a time to dance. There's a time to heal. And uh, all of this comes, you know, I could cite several scriptures, and I'll put these up in the archive of the show, that talks about being happy and cheerful and driving ourselves towards that, that it is good for us. Yeah, and you know, when you start laughing, you become a radiator. Everyone wants to be around you. When you're miserable, I tell you, you're on your own. Laugh and the world laughs with you. Cry, you're in the corner on your own. 
Um, but I, I have chihuahuas at the moment. I have I have Mr. Bo and Nelly, and I and I have a friend's chihuahua as well that's completely untrained, and it's an adolescent and bonkers. Um, but you know, I, I take them on the forest, I, and I go with my friend, my dog walker, my buddy, and uh, we laugh. Socks and what they do. And have you ever have you ever listened to children when they play and you hear them laugh? It absolutely warms your heart. It's wonderful. And one another thing, you know, one of the times I remember laughing so much that my sides literally hurt was the first time I took my kids to a roller disco. And one of my sons was literally like Bambi on the ice. I can still remember it. it's making me laugh as I think about it. He was so bad, it was hysterical. And uh, and I laughed till my face hurt. So and dance, you know, that is true. Put your music on and start dancing. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, 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 I'm learning flamenco. I'm so bad at it. When the music speeds up, I develop an extra leg. Um, but, I, but I like doing it. I really like doing it. And uh, the classes aren't running at the moment, but I, I'm one of the youngest in the class and, and I'm, I'm danced off by 70. Year old, but it's wonderful, and and you can do that. You can dance in your kitchen. There's loads of stuff on YouTube. You can do it, but uh, put music on. Put music on that lifts your spirit. There'll always be a song that makes you feel wonderful. I don't mean put the track on that makes you think about the day your boyfriend dumped you or your girlfriend. Um, you know, you know, we were laughing the other day. This is this is so wonderful for anyone out there that's sad that's just been dumped because of lockdown. <laughs> There was a song and it goes, uh, I don't want nobody else. I love you. There can't be nobody else. And that's true. And then he goes, somewhere I heard a door slam. And, uh, you know, it's that, fam- it's that famous song where, where they're telling you they don't want to be you. So they do it as a poop sandwich. They tell you something nice, the bit in the middle that you dumped and then finish on something nice. Somewhere I heard a door slam. And my friend and I were talking about this the other day, this song. And we laughed our heads off for every time we'd been dumped when we were younger. And uh, that's what you need to do. If you've been dumped, get with a mate and start talking about it. Start talking about it. And and ladies out there that have been, (laughs) Tim, put your fingers in your ears when I say this. For all of you out there that you're, you ladies out there that are grieving because those guys have dumped you, let me tell you something at 54 they always come back. You always get your own back at some stage. And for guys out there that have been dumped by a woman, it doesn't mean that you're not good enough. And that's the same for women. It just means that you're not right for them. They're not right for you or you're not right for that moment in time. God aligns us for a reason always. It's it's, it's always for a reason. And, you know, when something's not going right and you're feeling sad, this is a really good prayer that you can say for anything. Dear God, our Father, I ask that you improve or remove. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. And you know what? When God removes something, sit back in that. Sit back. You've asked him to improve or remove at that time. Sit back and accept it. Accept that Yahshua has your best interests at heart. Accept that because if he removes something from your life, you better believe it's because he's making way for something better that's coming. That might be a job. It might be a friend. It might be a car. It might be a relationship. 
trust in the Lord because he loves you. And I he agree. wants the best for you. I agree. There's, Prove or remove. Yeah, we're, we're running out of time here. We got about three minutes left. And uh, one of the things I kind of wanted to touch on, because we've, we've talked in a, in a big generic way about depression and that leading to suicide. And then we started off with our veterans. You know, our veterans are, have, in many cases, have faced things that, that you and I haven't faced. Uh, they face seeing... Uh, now, you as a nurse, obviously, you've seen people die, but they've seen people die in ways that people really shouldn't have to die. Uh, but but that's just part of the world that we live in. And um, these and they've been gonna... vaccinated. They've been so vaccinated, which destroys the brain as well. Sure. So they, they see these things and they're having to deal with these images in their head, the feelings they have. Some of them feel guilt over it because uh, I've talked with some of the guys. Some of them don't feel any guilt over it. Uh, and yet they still are, are paranoid things. We've got about, I'm going to give you about a minute or so. What would be some things you, would you say that the things that we've already spoken to are good for them in that? I know the scripture references uh, commanding them about those things are good. Would there be something else specific to them? I would look at that as physical, psychological, and spiritual. It's three different things. The spiritual, yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, and find your brothers and sisters in Christ. The the physical is exactly what we've said. You've got to eat right and you've got to exercise the body. You've got to get that serotonin levels, the endorphins flowing. And then you've also got to detox the body. I actually treat veterans for free. I will do a full detox program for free, kateshamarani at gmail.com because you've got to detox those heavy metals out of the brain as well. And so that's a physical and then a psychological. You have to talk about it. You have to talk about it to people that can empathize with what you've been through. It's really important. A lot of them don't even recognize that they're going through um, post-traumatic stress. They don't recognize they're thrown into these combat situations. Then they're literally ripped out of them and put back into domestic life. And then all of a sudden, you know, they see their wives and children and their partners who, who are just, you know, moaning about ordinary things and groceries. And these guys and women have seen the most horrific things. And they think, why are they so upset about that? That's so not important when I've seen this and this and this, but their families don't, they don't realize what they're going through and what's going through in their head. They don't realize it. So you have to talk to people that understand. And so it is a three-pronged thing, physical, psychological, and spiritual. All right, Kate, we got about 20 seconds. Tell people where they can find you because uh, you had some issues with Facebook. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, Kate Shemarani at gmail.com, at Kate Shemarani at Twitter. Uh, please do follow me. Um, I'm on Facebook. It appears that all bans have been lifted and everything's disappeared. Kate Shamarani, I've got Natural Nurse in a Toxic World. That appears to be shadow banning at the moment. Okay. Um, I'm on Instagram. I, I am on BitChute and Brighteon, but there's only so much time at the moment that I can load stuff because I just haven't got the time. Okay. De- right. Definitely email me and be patient. I'll get to you. All right. Thanks, Kate. We appreciate you very much. You guys have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day. We'll talk to you on Monday. See ya. Thank you.